In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sacrifice is usually difficult and irksome. Only love can make it easy, and perfect love can make it a joy. We are willing to give in proportion as we love. And when love is perfect, the sacrifice is complete. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and the Son so loved us that he gave himself for our salvation. Greater love than this no one has, that one lay down his life for his friends. These are words from the traditional wedding rites. The exhortation before marriage would have taken place just after the bride and groom processed down to the altar rail. Even before mass began, they would exchange vows and exchange rings and be bound in holy matrimony. And their first act as a married couple would be to attend Holy Mass. The ritual itself didn't allow room for a homily, although the Mass itself, the nuptial Mass, would include a homily. But the wedding ceremony had these words or similar words. There are generations of married Christians, most of whom have already um, died and been buried, who heard these words and remembered these words every day of their married lives. Occasionally, as we have a young couple choosing the traditional form of the wedding rite, we hear them again. And as it is wedding season and ordination season, um, these words are especially fitting as we contemplate what St. Paul is teaching the Romans. Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Consequently, you must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. We can meditate, and we often do, about our baptism, about how we symbolically die, we symbolically drown in the River Jordan and are brought back to live a new life with the Paschal candle representing the resurrection, our new life of heaven, which we are permitted to begin to experience here in this world. It helps us to have concrete examples of what does it mean to live this life? What does it mean to die to sin? What does it mean to live for Christ Jesus? There are some whose adult lives will consist in living out the vocation of baptism and confirmation and Holy Communion, the sacraments of initiation. Make no mistake, being single isn't a vocation. Being baptized, confirmed, and in communion with Christ, that is a vocation. That is a way of life. Some people pursue that so radically as to enter into religious life. And so we have beautiful examples here. We have sister, we have father, Brother Thomas, who's also on our Hall of Fame in the vestibule, is lurking about these days. It's wonderful to see men and women who have embraced completely the life of Christ, as Christ encouraged the rich young man, go sell all your possessions, give your money to the poor, and then come follow me. 
I, I say it frequently, maybe not frequently enough. When we have a parish where there's only a rectory and not a convent, it's akin to a family being raised by a single father. We ought to have many examples of religious life as part of our daily Christian living. Fortunately, we have a great relationship with Dominicans, and we see friars and sisters from time to time. They not only inspire you, they inspire your priests. To then live out this life in the world of Christian generosity. Not only have I been to two weddings in the last two weeks, but even almost as many, or as many ordinations in almost as many weeks. The wedding vows are familiar to you. The questions that are posed to those about to be ordained might be less familiar. Do you resolve, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to discharge without fail the office of priesthood in the presbyteral rank as a worthy fellow worker with the order of bishops and caring for the Lord's flock? Do you resolve to exercise the ministry of the word worthily and wisely, preaching the gospel and teaching the Catholic faith? Do you resolve to celebrate faithfully and reverently in accord with the church's tradition, the mysteries of Christ, especially the sacrifice of the Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation for the glory of God and the sanctification of the Christian people? Do you resolve to implore with us God's mercy upon the people entrusted to your care by observing the command to pray without ceasing? To each of these questions, he says, I do. To this last question I'm about to read, he says, I do with the help of God. Do you resolve to be, more, to be united more closely every day to Christ the high priest, who offered himself for us to the Father as a pure sacrifice, and with him to consecrate yourself to God for the salvation of all? When we pray the Hail Mary, we usually think, if we consider the words were, that are coming out of our mouths, that I am stocking away an investment that'll be cashed in on the last hour of my life. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Today and, and this week, perhaps consider the Hail Mary as a prayer that is asking the Blessed Virgin Mary to help you die right now. Right now is the hour of my death. Right now is when I'm dead to sin and I live for others. In my baptism, confirmation, and communion with Christ. In my marriage. In my priesthood in my religious life. When we see beautiful examples of those who have persevered through that vocation of giving up your life, it's as though seeing our Lord on Easter Sunday and a week later, we see that death leads to life. We see that death to self leads to joy. We see that true love means laying down your life. 
You've heard the five stages of marriage before, right? Begins with infatuation, and then it continues into disillusionment, and then it graduates into misery, and those who persevere get to acceptance, and then those who really hold out until the end enjoy true love. Every vocation is like that. Every vocation in which you have actually given up your life must get to the point of your being spent and worn out and almost lost. If you don't, it means you haven't given up your life. If you do get to that point, it doesn't mean you made a mistake. It means you followed through on your promise to give up your life. When we're going through it or when we see others suffering, we're discouraged. But when we see those who have been living a religious life for 30 years, when we see married couples, I'm pointing to where Louis received Holy Communion from me last Sunday, married for 65 years, how could I not take up my cross and follow the Lord every day? When the devil wants us to make us scared, when he, when he puts in our mind the ways that we will suffer, think of the image of Our Lady of Perpetual Help with the baby Jesus, seeing all these presentations of the instruments of his torture and death, fleeing to the Blessed Virgin Mary so fast that his sandal is falling off, we too need to turn to Our Lady and help us. She was there at the hour of his death. She will always be with us in the hours of ours. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.